welcome to Before the Bid, your connection to some of the world's best livestock sales. Stay tuned as your host, Andy Howe, takes you coast to coast, stopping along the way to talk with producers about their operation, their livestock, and of course, their upcoming sales. Let's get to it. Welcome, livestock friends, to this Before the Bid podcast. And on this one, we have three people on the other end of the line, and we're going a long way away here, especially from where I'm at. We've got two of them in Oklahoma, and we actually have one of them in Oregon. And we're going to be talking about a sale here, an online sale that's going to be held on October 24th, and it is going to be on SC Online Sales, and they're calling it the Catalina Mixer. And again, that's on October 24th on SC. And from Oklahoma, I've got the man Jared Bain. He's back on. He was just here a week or so ago. And so I want to welcome Jared Bain back. And he's kind of got these two together. They're going to have that Catalina mixer. And we're also going to a guy that's from Cost City, Oklahoma. And also we're going to be out in LaGrande, Oregon. I have on the phone with me again Jared Bain. I've got Jim Dobson from Dobson Ranch there in Oklahoma, who's currently in Kansas City tonight. And from McCoy Angus, I have Caitlin McCoy, again, from LaGrande, Oregon. And guys, want to welcome you to the podcast and had a lot of fun and getting ready for some more. Yeah, thanks, Andy, for having us on. Yeah, super happy to be here and talk to you. Again, excited about this one, getting to know you guys. It's It's been a lot of fun so far, and so I am interested in the stories that you guys have. Jared, let's start with you. Tell a little bit about yourself. Again, if you listen to the Revolution podcast, why Jared was on there as well, and he's been on before, and Jared, a past ag teacher, so uh, we kind of have a little background there. But Jared, you kind of got these guys together to, to have this sale. So if you would, tell us a little bit about uh, what you do and, your, and a little about your background and getting these two together. I do help Jim and I've helped Caitlin and McCoy family out there. And basically what I do is I consult for some people. I go to these shows. I don't consider myself really, a, I guess I am a fitter, but I'm <laughs> a good one. More, more of a cattleman that can run a set of shears. I do have that education background. So I'm lucky I get to go out and help these families and get up and down the road and spend a lot of time on the road, but I, I like to get back to the ranch and help Jim and them and, and John there. And then obviously we help Neil and uh, with that revolution sale and uh, get to go out and help Caitlin at Reno. And uh, finally this summer, me and Bailey uh, got to go out there and, and make that visit and uh, kind of put this deal together. Mm-hmm. So um, we haven't had any female cells like this. So we have, we've had a production sale with Dobson's, but we haven't had a female sale like this. It's all been private treaty. And I thought there was a deep enough set for sure this year, probably the deepest we've ever had that they need to be offered up in a sale to, to everybody. And so, and this was a great time with going to visit them and Caitlin wanting to get these cattle out here to Oklahoma mm-hmm. instead of just being on the West coast. Uh, Cause I think these, these cattle can really get out here in the, not only in the ring, but the real world and perform. And so we're just offering everything up and, you know, we got Bailey come up with a Catalina mixer here. Oh, it was a Catalina wine mixer. And <laughs> she's, she's handling the wine right now. So she's <laughs> taking care of that part of it. Catalina mixer. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of my rundown. That sounds cool. And, and Bailey into this as well uh, with, with both of you two working together and, uh, now, 
I meant to ask the other night, Jared, did Bailey really have someone come from Indiana out to Oklahoma to get their hair done from her and then turn around and drive back? Yeah, she really did. Holy <laughs> cow. Yep, I mean, no. if they're around this area, they'll come and, and make sure and track her down. So uh, shout out to 27 Salon there in Stillwater, and she's uh, making some headway and I think has a lot of new clients, and it seems like they just keep on coming. So. Hey, I can't really complain. I may or may not have flown from Oregon to get mine done. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) So that may or may not have happened, too. I'm not sure how much far that is from Indiana, but that did happen. Oh, my. Yeah, it's uh, that's farther driving than from Indiana. That's for sure. (laughs) I took the easy way out. I flew. There you go. go. All for a hairdo. A good one. A really good one. But that's. That's what Jared and Jim and I do on our days off is we fly around to see who can cut our hair, don't we? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Jim's kind of quiet down there still. Jim, why don't you hop in here a little bit? You've got some some balancer and some gelvies and and not just a few of them. You've got a whole lot of them. But one thing that I wanted you to tell us a little about your history, as far as is it in the, the balancer breed, you are membership number one. Is that correct? The ranch holds member number one, the very first membership ever issued to a Gelfie breeder in the United States. Yes. Okay. How and why did that happen? Tell us a little bit of history, if you would. Dad had a dream of bringing some cattle over from some exotic type cattle, you know, when he was in college at Oklahoma State back in the early 60s. Mm-hmm. And him and some of his fraternity brothers got together along with a couple other guys, Gallagher Rule and, and another guy from Kansas. And Gallagher had seen these cattle over in Germany uh-huh. when he was in the military. And so that's how it all kind of got started. And then they got the breed association up and running and we got the first membership and Gallagher was the first president. Oh, wow. Now, were you guys the first to bring Gelvy in? No, uh, live animals weren't available. It was brought in uh, semen through a company, Carnation. I don't know if you're familiar sure. with them sure. or not. Yeah. They brought it in, and and uh, they were AI and everything from Holsteins to whatever they could get their hands on at that time. Cows were really hard to get. Mm-hmm. I know Dad told a story one time that he AI'd a bunch of Holstein cows for a guy, and he was supposed to get the heifers, and the guy was supposed to keep all the steer cows. Uh-huh. I'll be damned, there wasn't a heifer one. <laughs> <laughs> no way. That's what the story was. Oh my, that's about like. But apparently, he must have really liked them to hide those heifers out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. So that didn't work out very well then. So they went went back to breed more of them and, and just kept right on going with them. Yeah, most of the stuff that we that got bred there at the ranch were either to Angus or Herford. Okay. My grandpa and dad had sold bulls previous to the whole Gelfie deal. Okay. I think grandpa had the Herford, Herford deal and dad had the Angus. And then they decided that the Gelfie's kind of the way they wanted to go as well. Yeah, I mean, Dad got into the Lemmy deal. He actually got into the Key deal early uh-huh. on. He uh, went up to Canada and bought some that were in quarantine and somehow got them out of quarantine and across that line somehow. Hmm. But he was kind of a mover and a shaker back in the day, I guess. 
he was very young too, like maybe 25 when this was all going uh-huh. on. Uh-huh. Wow. So in- innovative. Pretty much. <laughs> That's awesome. How did you come in? Well, I know how you came into the mix, but what have you done here at, uh, recently to, to kind of keep carrying this on? And, and what's your role in some of this? Well, I actually was off doing some other stuff. Neil and I had that construction company I think y'all talked about on a, okay. on an episode previous. Right, right. And I went through that and did all that. And about '09, I decided it's time for get back in the cattle deal and my brother and dad had a really nice set of purebred guilty cows Mm -hmm. maybe 40 50 head Mm -hmm. and i said if we're going to do this thing i want to get in the balancer deal Uh i went went out to denver a couple times and walked around and and that really intrigued Mm -hmm. me because when you grow up in the guilty deal and and you know in the 70s and 80s and 90s all your friends make fun of you for being a guppy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Even your ag teacher. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when it comes, John and I's turn to start making the breeding decisions, Quinn Peterson found us a really nice set, like 140 or 50 Angus cows that, that had, you know, went back to EXT 6807, that kind oh, of yeah. stuff. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. And we started breeding them to guilty bulls and then the purebreds that we had we bred those to a few angus bulls mm-hmm. and here we are what 12 13 years later and here's where we're at okay i wanted the breed to come into mainstream where more than just people in the breed could appreciate right so that that was goal number one uh-huh. and i think you're i think you made it happen i've heard that we're doing pretty good <laughs> <laughs> I would have to agree from the from the things that I've seen and you guys now you're you're showing quite a bit and and selling quite a bit of show cattle and things like that and you're kind of getting after it and making a storm. We're we're traveling the pavement pretty hard these days. Right. Give us a few of those that that you've been really successful at. Jared might have to help me with this. I believe we have won every show we've ever been to at some point or another. Mhm. And several of them multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've, Louisville, we've won, I think of, uh, I know we've won that twice, Kansas City, numerous times. Um, we've had Supreme Bread Known Heifer at OIE, uh, Dixie National. Of course, we've had those breed champions at Tulsa and, and OIE. Mm-hmm. The Nile. We won the, we won the purebred show at the Nile in Kansas City with the customers. And Billings. and Billings and that that would be when uh, we met Caitlin mm-hmm. and Sandy and everybody out there and that's that was our first interaction there okay so we've been we've been around the country and done pretty good and then we've won uh, Cattlemen's Congress and champion pin of heifers reserve ch- champion pin of bulls this year mm-hmm. uh, junior nationals two years in a row so yeah we've we've done pretty decent right. getting after it yeah, absolutely. And yeah. you guys, you guys just had some success here at the at the Tulsa State Fair. Yeah, we uh, showed our uh, balancer bull who actually wasn't even going to go, and we <laughs> we were, had him all ready to go to get what we thought was going to be a hernia surgery, and it turns out that Jim gets him down there. And correct me if I'm wrong, but they said uh, you brought the wrong bull. <laughs> Correct. 
Yeah, Jim, you threw you the wrong to, one you on there. The wrong <laughs> but Mr. Dobson, if you bring a different bull to us this time, <laughs> nah, that's the same one. Yeah, and so he hadn't been on feed since junior nationals after his reserve reserve at junior nationals, and and uh, we had him checked out. Said, yeah, he needs it, and uh, didn't need it, so we we got him. We just threw him on the trailer. I washed. He had had no bath since then. We washed him, clipped him, threw him on the trailer with Caitlin's uh, Angus heifer, and went over there and <laughs> he wins the breed and is uh, third overall supreme bull. Oh my! So, and that I do believe that's the first time a, a balancer or has ever got in top three at, at that show. So we're pretty happy to get in there with that. Right, and that's not the only one that you guys have had this Supreme or right up at the Supreme on the overall breeds, right? No, I mean, uh, that's Friday. We've had, had, we've had customers that have had, had them in there and in the heifer at OYE. That's neat, yeah, and especially the one that wasn't even supposed to go. So it's, <laughs> I don't. Well, we got to thank Caitlin because if she wouldn't have had that heifer, <laughs> we would never win at all. Right. No. So I'll no. take full credit. All right. Don't worry. It's I'll fine. Take, don't worry. You bring in a lot, so you're, you're stuck. Well, I think they took all the luck because my heifer didn't do as well as I was hoping. So the luck yeah. got shoved that way. <laughs> well, I guess. You got a lot of attention in the board. She yeah, did sure. get a lot of attention. She was yeah. definitely one of the ones very, I had got. Very, very nice hip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah Cody Smith came over and said, hey, that thing's pretty good. I said, well, go get your clippers. And he walked down there to the semi. I grabbed his clippers and came back and helped me clip her. So <laughs> just because he just her, yeah. To just, yeah. <laughs> that means a little yeah, something, sure. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's great. Yeah, and it's isn't it always the – the luck that oh we just brought this one along to be the buddy the the partner and then they're the one that ends up doing pretty well oh definitely oh it's i'll take that isn't luck. it a great frustration <laughs> i just sat over there the whole time wondering what i could make out of that heifer if we use guilty <laughs> yeah i knew i knew that was coming i was like i knew that was coming <laughs> yeah well jim you think we could get some of these Get some of those Gelbies or the balancers on the Simmentals and and make them make them better. Uh, we've actually done that. We have some balancers that actually have a little bit of semi in. Okay. It because you can have you can have twelve and a half percent unknown. We've actually made some yep, white face balancers. Yeah. Cool. And that was my next question. What all do you do you have if if you want to tell us what all do you have in some of those balancer cattle? Because you talked about being in the Lemmys and the Gelvies and and the Angus and that's it's 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 ninety nine point nine percent of them are we've only used either Red Angus or Angus, mostly Angus. Okay. Most of our cattle are black. Okay. So not much in the Lemmy or anything like that with them. No, no. No. Strictly, strictly Angus and, and a little bit of red Angus along the way. Okay. Sounds good. Caitlin McCoy out in La Grande, Oregon. And you're going to run these yeah. cattle, or you did run these cattle, all the way to Stillwater, Oklahoma. And that's just a little bit of a drive, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's 22, 26 hours. Yeah, it's, you know, just a, just a little jog down the road, right? Right. right. Well, but, but you, you uh, had spent a few years there as well. Yeah, I went to um, I went to El Marino for two years and then finished my degree at Oklahoma State. So I uh, did that trip back and forth uh, countless times. <laughs> right, and then and then you get hooked up with these guys. 
Yeah, yeah. Like he was saying, we met them in uh, Nile, actually. Uh, we were having an online sale there, and he came down and just kind of like a random matter of fact, he came down and he's like, gosh, that's a nice heifer and ended up buying her. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it all starts somewhere, right? Well, that sounds good. So, so you guys have just kind of stayed together and and stayed in touch and, and you, you've had some things out in Oregon. You've had a couple sales and, and really you're cutting a swath out there as well. Yeah, no, we've, uh, we've had uh, some online sales over the last couple of years. We did some consignments and stuff like that, but, it's hard over here. I mean, calves that should be selling for, you know, what they should be selling for in the Midwest, we can get like a quarter, Mm -hmm. if not even half, you know, we're just, we're a little, I'm a first generation breeder. I didn't really, you know, I didn't really have a whole lot of back story to me. I mean, I bought, you know, my own little herd of 20 heifers and cows and one bull with my money I bought from steers. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's kind of how I started. So I didn't have a whole lot of extra oomph that a lot of these you know ranches have because they've been around for generations Mm -hmm. so we're doing what we can but it's definitely a little bit harder over here in the you know northwest especially just because we just don't get as much exposure as a lot of those people over in the midwest and that kind of place over there they we just don't get that as much right so you've decided you're gonna go through the work and go through the miles and go through the time and and get them into oklahoma with these guys so that so that they can yeah yeah get some exposure definitely have some people be able to i think a lot of the people that the problem one shipping i mean that's always an issue mm-hmm. they just don't always are like i don't really want to spend the money but they'd ship one from illinois to the you know somewhere else right. or you know somewhere close and they have they have no problem thinking about right. it but that 22 hour 26 hour that's a bit of a jaunt you know so a lot of people don't really like put that into perspective of right. what they're thinking so right well, you're exactly right, because I've I've looked at a guy from out there. Our very first podcast came from Redmond, Oregon, yep. out there at KBRD. And, oh, and yeah. So, yeah, we've looked at some of those as well and, and trying to bring those out. And it's yeah. like, oh, that's that's a long, long way to bring those cattle. He's actually, yeah, he has having a sale in uh, Oklahoma as well right. this year. We'll see how that goes. You never know. All of you coming down, find, figuring out maybe Oklahoma is the place is what you're hoping, right? I'm hoping just cattle get into good hands and, you know, people people appreciate our cattle. And I think as Jared and I have spent a lot of time talking about this, he's like, you're the kind of cattle that the Midwest strives for. Uh-huh. We're stout, we're sound, we're still feminine, but we, you know, we have something. I mean, there's more to my cattle than a lot of what's trending right now, you know. And so it's nice to have somebody who appreciates what we're selling and what we have as a foundation. Mm-hmm. So that's been really nice. As I mentioned a little bit ago, you guys are kind of cutting the swath. You guys have have done really, really well. Tell us about some of those. Um, We had a really good run this year, kind of state fair-wise. We were a champion in in Oregon, both the the junior and the open, uh, with a heifer I call Mo. Uh, She's a primo out of a conversation Elba cow. And then um, she turned around and was reserve at the, the Washington ROV show behind one of my other heifers. Right. So can't really complain, right. but, um, on the stick. <laughs> yeah, but I think it was the guy on the stick that really did it for me. <laughs> Dean Jansen came down and judged it. And he said, he's like, that's one hell of a heifer. You know, he's just like, that is a massive creature. Right. And she was, I mean, the one that won, she's a surveillance uh, daughter out of a first class cow, but, um, she hadn't quite had her time to shine, but that day she, I mean, she hit it right and she looked good. Mm-hmm. You know, that was like her day. So 
and then it flip-flopped in the junior show, so I can't really complain either way, but, right. and then I always had success and stuff when I was showing as a junior, but it's a little harder when you get up into, you know, just showing open. It's kind of a different, different ball right. game. Right. <laughs> Absolutely agree with that. Jared, now, did I understand right? Did you show one of those? Yeah, we, uh, we did quite well in that show and out there in Washington and they opened and they had to sink down and let me <laughs> show one. And I grabbed those I grabbed I'm not. big girl and we went out there and I was I was waiting for that Mo Heifer to, to win it and he kinda walked around by me and I thought he was just gonna kinda make that loop around like sometimes I do and walk down the right. line and get that reserve look, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I think we could be reserved with this heifer, but no, he just walked right up to me. And so, uh, the that, shock on his face, though, let me tell yeah, you, that was pretty priceless. I was like, okay, I really did expect the other heifer to win, but uh, you know, we was talking about the power and stuff with the cattle, and me and Bailey went out this summer and and spent a week out there, and and those cattle are so good. They're they're not your typical Angus. I mean, there's a few places in Oklahoma have have some angus like that but i mean these are big footed sound cattle that you know they live on the mountain up there mm -hmm. and uh they've got to be like joe horseman says when when uh cattle that are powerful and have muscle come back around then then we'll be in business and uh mccoys are definitely in business right now with that so. right <laughs> i agree i think we got to get some of that back in them yeah that's awesome you've already got it you can look at the pictures you're you know, kind of scrolling through some of your stuff on Facebook. And, yeah, you guys, your cows are powerful and, and big, broody, and uh, just really, really high quality. We've had a couple really nice, really nice heifers come around this last year. They don't always, you know, they don't always fit picture perfect or what everybody's looking for, but they fit picture perfect in what I want right. and what I, you know, strive for. And, yeah, they they may not always be the most choke-fronted, you know, feminine, but, you know, when you have a little bit more, top back butt to them you're going to have a little bit of shoulder and with that you're going to have a little bit of throat there's just there's no you know the perfect heifer you know you always look for the perfect heifer you know that's that big top big butt big belly with this little giraffe front and that's just like in retrospect they don't they don't make them like that they, they just don't they fall apart in one way or another so you know i was trying to strive more towards you know making a balanced female mm -hmm. instead of a freaky female could be wrong we have some freaks but <laughs> yeah you know but i mean uh, that heifer that we did buy out of there and she came to oklahoma that we bought from that sale from caitlin last time was in the sale uh that one did come down to win the spring division which is one of the toughest divisions at oye mm -hmm. the angus show probably might be the toughest of all all the shows there she did win that spring division so their cattle can come down here and and get in the show ring in and get it done too right. so that's good when they can do that caitlin i shouldn't say this because we on this on this podcast we talk a lot a lot about the big butted big top choke fronted uh, we talk a lot about those yeah. but you are speaking my language on a personal level uh, <laughs> i am i am all on board uh, with, Mine with too. that kind yeah <laughs> and that's why you know and and i i'm a, i'm an ag teacher and they're in any way in heck i'm gonna make sure uh, make fun of anybody that's gonna have some guppies because uh, Right. Man, I I admire all of those cattle and right. and the way they look and the power that they have and yeah they're gonna have a little bit to them uh, maybe have a little bit of front to them but 
the hard part is it's not like they're not feminine. Right. I mean, like these calves have got the front end, they've got the extension, they've got the look and the presence. Right. It's just they just have more to them. Right. I mean, they're just like massive foot, massive bone, big top. Right. You know, they've got plenty of belly and everything else. And the other thing that something that and I know Jared and I have talked a lot about this. My cattle are long. They are long spined creatures. Mm-hmm. And Caitlin, you have yeah. you have the Angus and some Simmental as well. Real new to the semi thing. Uh, we're just kind of starting out. We sold those last last sale. We sold three of them. There were some bank rolls out of a Elver. I think she was an Elverelda cow that we uh, bought from Rock and R. And I was like, God, I um, I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know where these things have been my entire life, but I like mm-hmm. it. And so. That kind of started it, and I had a couple of friends have them, and I was like, oh, yeah, they're nice, whatever, you know, right. and then, you know, and then we ended up buying a, a bull from Trainum Ranches this last year that's a pure blood that um, really made some nice replacement females. Like, every time we were out in the field, and literally every time between the, like, ones that I had already picked out that I knew Jared was going to like, Every other heifer he picked out was a half-blood out of that bull. Oh, yeah. And him and Bigelay both were like, holy crap, what is that? What is that? What is? I'm like, those are all half bloods. He goes, dang. He's like, I can't believe. It. I mean, they are all just, I mean, unique, mm-hmm. awesome. Going to make great cows. We're still speaking the same language. We kind of got in the semi deal a little bit around here too, and uh, they're they're pretty. Well, fun. they're easy. They're easy <laughs> for you know, like an Angus breeder right? to have just like a little bit, you know, a little bit of extra something, right? you know, without having to go completely another breed right? to make like. You know, Jim's doing with the balancers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're still taking your foundation cows and just making them better. Right. And that's what you're always striving to do is always make something better, whether it be a different breed, the same breed, or something else. You know, you're always trying and striving to do better. Absolutely agree. Let's get into this sale a little here. Uh, and again, we're talking about the Catalina Mixer, and it's going to be on SC Online. Go down to October 24th, and that's where we're going to find it. Where can we find a little more information and get a hold of you guys? We've got some Facebook pages and things that we can go and like or friend you guys, I guess. I'm, you know, basically doing the sales management on mm-hmm. this and uh, uh, me and Bailey. And so we'll be posting all that stuff on social media, Snapchat, in any of those things, Instagram. I know Bailey's into some of that. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite into that, but. Uh, we'll have that out there. And then, of course, you can go to that SC um, and view the sale. Uh, if we probably had a little less stock showing going on right now, we'd try to come up with a catalog. But I think right now we're just trying to get, get this off the ground. Uh, this will be their first sale altogether. And uh, so that's kind of what we're doing, just basic social media and, and that. And so. Okay. And McCoy Angus has one as right. well that you can uh, go like. Yeah. I'm also posting everything on my personal Caitlin McCoy uh, one as well. And I don't have an Instagram for the ranch, but I post it on my Instagram sure. as well. Okay. And then Dobson Ranch has a, a page as well. And so there's there's multiple avenues of places to find those cattle as, as well as the SC right. uh, websites. Right. And if you need some entertainment, Jim Dobson, um, <laughs> <laughs> I got on there earlier and, uh, you know, I, I think it, those, some of you guys will, will understand this. I think Jim is Jim and Donnie Baker are flush mates. I think. 
I'm not quite as crazy. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but no. but just you if you if you need to see it and watch watch Donnie Baker's flesh mate, well, go go watch Jim Dobson and one some of those uh, videos that you put out. You know the skid loader video and the air freshener video and uh, some of that. They're uh, they're pretty entertaining. Yeah, common sense is less than a minute. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> what is it? What is it that makes a good air freshener, Jim? Pink oil. <laughs> yeah. Pink oil. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I got smell. that from uh, my old buddy, magnificent Mike Morlow. <laughs> yeah. Now, should we spray that right down in the vents, or or what? Return, return air. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Through the whole system. Oh, <laughs> so. I got to laughing about that earlier. I thought, man, this this guy's a he's a trip. Yeah, he's a trip. <laughs> yeah, my nephew was spraying it in the return air on the pickup on the way to Kansas City today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <laughs> so yeah, if you need a little more knowledge other than just cattle, uh, and on this sale, why why go go check out Jim Dobson's facebook page and and it'll get there so uh, again the catalina mixer october 24th let's go down through some of these here and uh, we're kind of going to go back and forth let jared kind of lead this thing and then you guys kind of chime in on your cattle uh we're going to start out with a mccoy heifer here is the lot one got a banker she's a three-quarter simmental and april female this is uh one that when we got out there to to mccoy's this summer uh, we really like this heifer big capacious heifer i mean just just has tons of rib and depth. She's still got enough look for the show ring, uh, but you asked this one to get out and go. She's, she's long-hipped. You know, Caitlin was talking about that length of spine. Obviously, in order to get around their place uh, up and down, those cattle have to move, and, and this one just struck us really hard. I like this one quite a bit. Looking at a picture of her, this she is good, smoking good. Yeah, I think this one's really good, and Caitlin can tell us a little more, more about that cow. This has been one of my favorite. So I actually ended up buying my first cow that I've ever purchased with like my own money. The everything else kind of goes through the ranch. Mm -hmm. So this was a cow I actually just kind of picked up on the way back from when we dropped off the sale calves last year. Mm -hmm. And um, I was kind of, it's just kind of like, oh, she's a nice heifer. She's, you know, going for the right amount of money I was hoping to spend. So we kind of picked her up. She was really sweet. And I was like, oh, she's a nice heifer. Perfect. So that's actually, I have a first calf heifer, oh, which wow. like I said, if that's what's coming, I am beyond stoked, oh, yeah. you know, this thing. And like I said, I, this thing, just as soon as you get in the pen, you're like, God, what is that thing? Cause she's just an absolute sweetheart too. You know, every time you go in the pen, she's almost obnoxious cause she's over there oh, she licking does. on you and stuff, but she is, yeah, <laughs> but she, you know, kid, like puppy dog bro. Yeah. Yeah, and she has been like that. I mean, like the first time we ever tied her up, she was chewing her cud, hanging out. Like, hey, are we ready to go in the barn? Like, what's what's the plan here? But, yeah, she was definitely one that struck us really hard. Yeah, I mean, ever since birth, she's definitely one that I think will do well as a cow, especially if she's anything like her mom as a first calf heifer, and that's what she's producing. You know, I think she's going to be one that's going to be super competitive in the show ring as well as once you get her out, which I think is something we really try hard for. Mm -hmm. You know, we want both. We want, you know, we don't just want one. We want kind of the full package. Right. So Right. Absolutely. And that's a loaded up female that we're talking about is, is her mother. Yeah, she's out of a loaded mm -hmm. up son. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
so she is she is super good go go check her out uh, of course if you're if it's up on sc by the time you're listening why well, do that but if not go to the mccoy angus or even jared's got her posted up there uh this one this one's really really eye-catching here on this one uh jim we're coming to you for the lot two we've got a first step out of an insight we've got a balancer quarter balancer female here a march one this is out of jim's first step bull if you look at that he's out of a a sire called Next Step, mm-hmm. and then you study that cow family on the bottom side of First Step. He was reserve national champion as calf, but he's actually out of a first class, Denver first class uh, cow. Uh, it was called Cassandra back on the uh, Bella Impact 5032 cow, and and that cow herself has produced a ton of champions through multiple breeds, the semi breed. I know Sarah Sullivan and uh, Tanner Howie's had mm-hmm. had some uh, cattle out that goes back to that 5032. And so you start studying the pedigree on the first step. Uh, he's he's produced multiple national champions for us at the ranch. And then that goes back to an insight female in that 548, option 548 C cow. This one, Jim's asked me if I've replaced some semen on when we were doing stuff because this one's built like a main heifer. She's, she's totally unique. Mm-hmm from anything that we've probably ever raised. I mean, long fronted, huge top. She just has the profile that that's unstoppable. And then you ask her to get out and move. And she's one that I've had my eye on since she's been about two months old and, and just keeps on getting better and better and better. Jim, I absolutely agree with you on your, on your thinking on this one. I think you got, (laughs) I think he might've gotten something mixed up there. (laughs) I mean, this thing, we, you know, she is so sweet looking and, and rip fronted here for a, for a quarter balance or female. Yeah. And I'm over here kind of laughing at Jared. He, he, uh, the, when he was talking about the Bella 50, 32 sudden impact cow, that was also aftershocks. Mm-hmm. Tell him about that Jim with aftershock and Neil and all that. Somehow I had back when we were doing those first class flush uh-huh. and something happened in the cow. I wasn't able to get a cow down there, but. Jason Finn Cannon called and was telling me about this 5032 cow. Mm-hmm. But I knew about the cow. I mean, anybody in Oklahoma knew about that cow. So we made a deal to get her down to the flush house, and we flushed her to first class, and we got Aftershock and First Step's mother, the, the 549 cow. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Neil got involved, and we got Aftershock back as a weaned calf after we weaned him. I took him down to Neil's, and he ended up being the Supreme Bull at Tulsa back in 16, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then Griswold bought half of him and took him to Kansas City, and he won the Angus show mm-hmm. there. And we'll talk about him later on. Got some stuff later on in the show. Okay. There's some couple of Aftershock daughters in okay. it. Okay. Yeah, we'll get down there. Uh, we're going back to the McCoy. We got the lot three. She's a insight uh, Angus female here out of a first class, and uh, we got a fall here. Yeah, this is an insight. Uh, when we went to Reno, Caitlin had a full sister. This one's a full yeah. sister of the Ariel, yeah. right? Yep. Um, yep. So really like that one. We went out there, and they had four sisters standing there, and we sorted through those, and I, I really uh, urged them to offer up some of these princesses mm-hmm. because that cow is, is – that's some – that's my type of Angus cow for sure. Mm-hmm. Just big, stout, and powerful. She's a first class uh, out of Green's Princess 1012, which would be a full sip of blue chip. So there's a genetic package here that oh, yeah. is just amazing. And me and Bailey picked the one that we thought would be 
probably most competitive in the show ring, but I mean, the breeding potential, uh, I don't know where you go to, to find a first class princess. Mm -hmm. And then you've got an insight first class princess in this dog, this fall right here that, you know, she's going to have her time in the show ring. But I think down the road, we've talked about these cattle are not just show ring cattle. These right. are, this is an investment right here that I think is big time. And, and probably you're going to have to go spend a lot of money. I'd hate to know the number of zeros you'd have to write to get to get one with this breeding behind them. And Caitlin and, and Sandy and Terry are offering this one up. Right. Caitlin, how do you do that? Oh, you know, you got to part with some good ones, right? Isn't that how that works? <laughs> as much as it hurts. True story. You know? That's, the cool yeah. thing about her is there's direct grand-granddaughters or great-granddaughters or daughters of daughters of daughters out of that 10, 12. Mm -hmm. But very rarely do you get a direct daughter. Mm -hmm. I mean, she is like a flush mate to same year that they put in blue chip and blue chip was born. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was the same uh -huh. year. So when I picked her up, I was, you know, I had no idea what I was getting into. And I remember Jared, he's like, you have what? Oh, and you're yeah. doing what with her? <laughs> yeah. And you're what? Huh? And I'm like, Oh, sorry. I was like, I feel like I just offended. Him. And I didn't know him very well at first. And he was like, what do you mean? You're not doing like what? I'm speechless. Like we need, okay, let's, <laughs> and you know, and then the ideas started flying. And so it was like, okay. So after we had kind of talked to him, we had done some insight. We had done some this, done mm -hmm. some that, because a lot of these national champions are insights right. are, you know, our breedings, the insight sons, right. even like we got some blacklist coming up later in the sale, right. the insight in that princess family, it just, I mean, it's a home run. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are going to be, tremendous show heifers and then they're going to turn around and make one hell of a cow right. i mean they are just massive powerful big foot big bone but still have that front end to them that just like goes on for days and she is one that like she just her time she didn't wean off as great as i was hoping mm -hmm. she just was sometimes they just don't wean right. off out of mom they've got a bad recip and so i was like her time will come her time will come and then when jared came down he goes oh no <laughs> her time yeah. now and i'm like okay i was like right on yeah <laughs> you know so i by looking at her picture i agree with that yeah her time yeah what, yeah. Are, you, what are you waiting on she's ready to roll yeah. and, it, and this one wasn't on show feed when we picked her out i mean she was raw mm -hmm. we've developed her slowly i mean it's there, there's no need you don't have to overfeed these cattle right. they're they're performing on very little and she's come down here and done great and i mean she's going to be in condition to look at mm -hmm. This one's right at the age. She's going to be bred this fall, and, and she's right to breed. And then, then you can keep her going, right. and the new owner's going to be really happy with this right. one. We go on to the lot four. We've got uh, Gelvy here, a top dog. She's a January female. This one's an 81.3 mm -hmm. uh, for you guys. And in, in just to break that uh, down, I mean, there's there's a percentages of Gelvy on those. and then But the show ring, the way – you can correct me if I'm wrong, Jim, but at 75, those cattle can show, you can make the choice of showing them Balancer or Gelby, which I would, if I had one at 75, I'd probably always show her in the purebred division, just, just, you know, having a little Angus influence in them. Mm -hmm. But this one right here, I, I think this one's, I've told Jim, I didn't want to drag one up and down or put one out there again. I mean, the last one we put out there, one, uh, Louisville and Kansas City for Novox, but I wanted to make these cattle have a little bit more of that look that that balancer look, mm -hmm. 
and uh, this one this one for sure does and uh, you line these things up on how good they are for their breed and this one's the best one that I I can think that we've produced at the ranch and she is out of the first step she's the real deal I've been around this deal long enough to know that Shelling is a purebred. This one could really get out there and do some special things. I don't think you can. Uh, I haven't seen one that looks like this, and I've been around with Jim now for what was that first year? 16? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've been in the same year aftershock. So, I've got a few years in now with this, and uh, I've never seen a purebred look like this. Jeez. Ever. Yeah. Go, go check her out. Uh, if if you're just listening, make sure you go check her out because she is really super good. Absolutely agree with you. Yeah, you don't you don't see them like that uh, every day. Out of a first calf heifer. Oh my gosh. Yes, out of a first calf heifer too. Jeez. So she's good. Updated genetics worked on that. Right. One. Right. You better just own her instead of having to try to compete yeah. against her. Right. You do not want to compete against <laughs> this one in that purebred division. <laughs> Uh, we go to lot uh, lot five. We go back to the Angs division here, McCoys, and we've got a blacklist here. She's a March female. We just got done with that insight of the first class princess, and, and we've got another one here. And so this one's a springborn. Caitlin changed it up on the on it, and we've got a blacklist out of this mm-hmm. one. Extremely long spined. Uh, this one gets out and moves. She's, she's sleek fronted. She's got a little bit more of i guess if you're wanting that show ring look and uh i would say she's a little bit longer necked but this one's good as well and, and you're getting that genetic package in this one we, we weren't quite sure what we were going to get this year we ended up actually keeping a full sib to her just to kind of see how things were going to develop and stuff because we didn't quite know and um i got a lot of compliments of of her and that breeding and they said god that really that really seemed to work mm-hmm especially at Oregon and Washington. I mean, there was a lot of people that came around and, you know, looked at cattle and stuff. And there was a couple people who have seen our program, especially since like I've came home mm-hmm. um, from college and whatnot. And so it's kind of nice to see what I've been working towards is working. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of been kind of fun to see everything grow. And this is one that, I mean, like I said, genetically, she's, I mean, she's a home run, right. big foot, big bone. She's really stout. She's got that freaky front end in her that just is super long and extended, mm-hmm. but still got plenty of middle to her. It'll be really interesting. She um, is a little bit greener than the rest of them, but um, she definitely is one that you get her to a big bread. She's going to be killer. Right. Yeah. I don't, but I don't she, think the person needed to push that one at all. I mean, she's yeah. going to get there just let her quick. Cruise. Yeah. 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 Yep. Good deal. Yeah, we like those. Just keep feeding them and rolling right on with them. So. Yep. The lot six, we go back and we've got another one of those 75% Gelvies here. we got a blackjack, and uh, she's a March female as well. This is one of them ones you can show either way. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my preference is always go that purebred side in the show ring, but this one's got the look as well. In fact, we've had people buy that like this one better than anything out there, mm-hmm. but uh, this one is dense. I mean, and, and by saying that, I mean, she's got big legs, she's stout, and muscle is just tremendous in, in this one. She's probably cleaner neck than most of those things are and chested. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I wanted these things to have that look of the balancer 
but but in a higher percentage package and and the breed up program that jim does is is obviously working in this and that blackjack bull would be the 801 bull and that goes back to some of the breed guys would know that the infinity bull okay yeah jim she's pretty good when we first went through him, i thought she was a balancer uh-huh yeah he, he had to call me and say hey go look at that one again because we yeah. thought we she was a balancer and then we found out that she was a 75 and she immediately uh got wings yeah. so let's get her rolling well trent trent actually found that one yeah trent ray came up and he he found that one and trent's obviously had success with our program and reserve national champion last year and with uh jojo and so mm-hmm. he, he breeds these cattle and, and really likes these cattle and, and enjoys their performance. So. Good. Good deal. Yeah, another uh, another high-quality one. Let's go to the lot seven here. we got a first-round pick, and she's a February, and she's a quarter balancer. This is the one that I think most people are gravitating towards, mm-hmm. uh, that first-round pick bull. Uh, he would be a first-step son, mm-hmm. uh, first-round pick. We had showed him at Congress the, the first initial year there. Uh, definitely had tons of fans on that bull. And uh, in the breed and out of the breed, study that one's pedigree, and that one is out of an aftershock right. daughter. So uh, obviously aftershock would be the, uh, uh, I guess a sister to him would be the mother to first step. So this one's kind of a double bred deal. And, um, you know, it's inbreeding if you... Uh, if it doesn't work and it's line breeding, if it does, and uh, we just line bred the heck out of this one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this one is flat good. And I mean, we've got people from outside the breed looking at this one too. Uh, she's, she's so unique, stout, huge rib. And that comes out of the top of her shoulder. Like we like mm-hmm. them, but the power and mass in this one, you know, I, I think this one's donor quality all the way. Right, Jim, you got an Angus guy looking at this one now. You, you, there's a bunch of Angus guys looking. <laughs> well, you just added one more. Well, that, that, that was picture that the phone went. Yeah, you just really, really good. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just added one more. I, I don't think you have a problem winning the state fair in the breed with that one. I mean, I I think that one's it, it's going to be a battle on on if you got a power guy or a uh, typical show ring phenotype guy between the that 548 mm-hmm. and this one on a national level. So this is a national caliber heifer. She's really, really good. Uh, Caitlin, we're coming back to you on this lot eight. Man, Jared, how did you come back to Oklahoma after being out there and seeing where she gets to take these pictures from? <laughs> well, well, actually, uh, when we went out there, uh, it rained the whole time, oh, and it was a uh, 115. Oh, no. Uh, when we got back and we had to go to sweepstakes in Springfield, Missouri, and uh, we didn't want to. And after <laughs> Sandy's cooking, we definitely didn't want to come back. Oh they gained a few pounds cooking. coming back from that. <laughs> I, I went up. I went up to pant size after that. Week. <laughs> <laughs> She's a three meal a day. Oh wow! Yeah, big meals. You don't skip home meal cooked. Oh, that's yeah. that's the best. Even Snacks on, in between, even on the road. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's it's beautiful out there for sure. Yeah. But I I don't I don't want to do the winters, but I would definitely do the summers sure. out there. Yeah, all that rain's why it's so nice and green and lush and looks really cool in these pictures. And uh, 
especially you know all of them but but looking at this lot eight man that's a, that's a heck of a background there we got a we got a march blacklist here uh i just kept following this one around mm-hmm. i mean it, she she would say well this is this and this is that and kind of go in and w- one ear and out the other because this is my type i mean straight out uh she's extremely long spine she's got plenty of rib and this one moves just so good i mean been around Jim. I mean, I, we're soundness Nazis, and uh, this one fits my bill completely. I mean, you don't have to worry about any of that. I, I love the way her sternum sits in her. Mm-hmm. She's not big chested, but she's square sternum. And uh, I just, I think that one's got a look just really long hipped. Like I said, I, I maybe yeah, I had to beat. I had to beat him off her. <laughs> yeah, and to I, start I, I, looking I, at other ones because I couldn't. I was like, Kate, we know, Jared, you like that one. Kate, next. Now yeah. we oh, got it. And he's like, that one. I'm like, that's, you just looked at her. Okay, I'm going to sort her off. <laughs> he was consistent, that's for right. sure. He was definitely yeah. consistent. <laughs> well, she's good. She's good. Yeah, no, she is one that really, I mean, it, and I mean, all of them have really put on and kind of got where they need to be. But this one, I mean, even from the time, you know, when they left my house, I'm like, God, she looks really good. And then my parents took them over and did all that. And then I turned around and I flew over there and I saw her and I was like, holy camoly. Mm-hmm. Like that thing is just wicked. Mm-hmm. Like, And she is, I mean, she is just massive, massive gutted, mm-hmm. super hairy. She's great out of her front end, and she sits really high out of her, mm-hmm. I mean, really high out of her shoulders in that front end. And I think she's got plenty of muscle to her. She is sound as a cat, and she floats when she walks. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't stop looking at her because she just, like, throws that head up, and you're like, what is that? Mm-hmm. Every time she comes around, and you can have 60 calves in there, and I bet you money you'll keep looking at her over right. and over and over. You know, but she's really come on from the time, I mean, she left. And she's definitely one that you definitely need to go look at because I promise you the picture does not do her justice. I mean, she is going to be, yeah, she's going to be one, you know, like he was talking about donor pin. I mean, that's, I mean, that's one you want to make females out of, you know. Yeah, she, yeah, she's good, especially if that picture doesn't do her justice. Uh, Yeah, no, she, yeah. And like I said, I just took another one the other day. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if he sent you that one or not, but I mean, she just, she just, I mean, she captures your eye and catches your eye every time she walks by. You're like, God, what is that thing? And she is, she is sound and big bellied, long spined. I mean, she's going to make it one heck of a, one heck of a show heifer. And then I think she's going to be a really good cow. I mean, we showed her maternal sister and she won her division pretty much everywhere she went. Mm-hmm. Um, the cow we actually got, that's a Severa's cow. Um, out of a status quo, which is a bull that they was one of their herd bulls that they bred pretty much like a lot of their mm-hmm. show heifers mm-hmm. too, that they turned him out. So he's one genetically. I mean, he's a style son. So I mean, he's going to work and he's going to, I mean, he's going to put some, some freakiness into him, but still have, you know, good feet and legs and power and whatnot. But I mean, he's, she's going to be one that a really nice show heifer. And I've been really excited with this set because they're all real sweet, mm-hmm. like almost annoying sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, so there's not very much are. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, I really she break. I, she needs to break calves for a living. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. That's doing what I did was a little hard on me. But we were really fortunate this year. I mean, we always have a couple dumb ones, but 
I haven't met one yet. I've, you know, and we just tied up a couple more heifers that we have here at the house, and it was their first time ever tying up, and they're sitting there chewing their cud. And I'm like, God, what happened to you guys this year? Like, you guys are so calm. Mm. So I know that's really hard to come by sometimes, especially when you get one that good. Right. You know, usually when they're that good, they're dumb. Mm-hmm. They've got an attitude, they're, mm-hmm. or whatever, and it, she is not. She is so sweet and so gentle. So, you know, this, I mean, this set in general of mine, at least, have, have just leaps and bounds, especially going from Oregon to, you know, Oklahoma. Your guys' weather is different and everything like that. And so I couldn't believe how good they looked when I went down there because I had only, they'd only been there, what, three days, four days? Mm-hmm. Oh, not very long. I, no, yeah, so I was really like thinking Friday, they were going to look. Friday night and, and you got here, what, on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. So I was expecting them to look a tick rough. Mm -hmm. I just was like, you know, travel. They've never been on the trailer for that long. You know, and I was like, God, they look pretty good. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. And now I know that they're getting used to that over there. And in this next couple of weeks, oh, my God, they're just going to blossom into these Mm -hmm. crazy freaks that I know that will go down there and be competitive and showcase what we're looking for and what we're selling and what we have, which is what we're trying to do. Right, another good one, Jim. These next two, we go back to you with the the lot nine. We've got a first round pick. We got a February female. She's a thirty one point three balancer. Thirty one point three. This is basically the same genetic package as that lot, lot seven. seven. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. So she'd be a first round pick out of an aftershock again. You know, a little bit different on the bottom side of that that dam, but this is one that is extremely long spine. She's got great front end this one's greener in her condition you know we we give john a hard time about his creep program which is no creep so uh, <laughs> these cattle are what they are right. you know and and when we took these pictures they had just got on show feed we darted them on a creeper pellet these cattle haven't been on any type of silage or anything like that and this one's greener but mm-hmm. i mean from a profile standpoint don't know you can make much better than this with the body condition that they're in right. and uh this one's definitely had some fans uh, that have come and looked so. yeah, jim i thought these cattle were supposed to have a little more front to them well <laughs> remember early on when i was talking about i wanted everybody to be able to appreciate yes it. it's, it's come a long way yes you've done a good job yeah thank you she is nice and like jared said she is really nice fronted another good one that i have a lot of appreciation for Let's roll on here. We got the the lot ten. We got a class action. She's a ninety one. How do you how you guys figure all these percentages? I don't know. Ninety one point eight Galfi. She's a February. I, I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> I'm not getting that deep into the breed. So ninety ninety one point one and above contributes fifty to the offspring. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so a ninety one point one is the same as a hundred. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's so how I do any, math. Anything. Yeah. So anything this this female would have, would you could breed this one to straight Angus or however you wanted to do that mm-hmm. according to breed rules, and and you would have a fifty-fifty. Okay. On this one. So this is a big-bellied, sound one. This one's a little more traditional mm-hmm. through her front end, but I mean she's made right, and this one is another one just like that lot one that is annoying mm-hmm. as can be because she will come up she will lick on you i mean this one has no problems i i halted her the first day and she stood there at the fence same same way caitlin was Jeez. talking about and just chewed her cud 
I mean, we weaned them calves and we hard weaned them this year. I go out there to feed them a pellet that they've never seen before. And this girl's coming up to the feed bucket to mm-hmm. me and sniffing all over me. I like this one quite a bit just for body and capacity. And when she gets on the move, I think this one's extremely good. Uh, she's got enough muscle to her. You know, she doesn't have that choke neck. But, you know, when you get in that purebred division, a lot of those things don't. But if you're looking to get in the breed and you're, you've got a young one, uh, this one is one to definitely look at because she's got the attitude. She's got the pieces. And, and when you turn around and breed her, you can breed her a lot of different ways. And she's going to work because obviously these are the type of females that Jim and John raise up there at the ranch that produce these other heifers that we're looking at. Mm-hmm. And so this one, like I said, maybe more traditional, but on a breeding aspect, this this one's pretty special, I think. Jim, that that this gonna make somebody a really good cow, and with their disposition the way it is, it'd be great for a first time showman. Mm-hmm. That was wanting to start a bird starties herd. Right, that nine twenty six cow. She's got to be a good one. Yes. Okay. She. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She's she's a black impact, and those black right. impacts have made some really really nice cattle. Uh, you know, at at the ranch with the bulls, and I think there's been some females out of those that have done quite well. Right. Caitlin, we come back on this lot 11, and I'm kind of interested because uh, we talked that we're kind of in the semi thing just a little bit as well, kind of playing with it a little. And we've got one bred to lover boy as well. So uh, interested in hearing about this purebred female here. She's a March female. So she was one that her grandmother we actually bought from Training Ranches. And that was my first kind of like dip my toe in, kind of see how it goes kind of thing. And so that's a partner cow that we own with Trainums, and that was the calf she was pregnant with when I bought her with the Lover Boy's mom, um, who was a Night Watch. And I, like I said, I wasn't quite sure. And this, you know, Night Watch came out, and I'm like, "Have you seen the that? Is are their feet supposed to be that big? I feel like that's abnormal. Like their feet should not be that big." And he's laughing at me, and I'm like, "I just don't understand." And I'm like, you know, because you look at Angus cows, and they're not that big that stout when they come out they're kind of little petite things and they grow to be that so when they come out that way it was like a whole nother ball game for me so this is actually her first heifer calf too so that was kind of cool so i've got a couple this year that i was really excited because that was my best crop was my simmental first calf heifers Mm -hmm. that was a pretty good start for me and i know bailey and i talked a lot about it when jared was off wandering finding the ones he liked because i don't know what i'm doing i have no idea i'm like i'm just trying to make a good one and bailey goes yeah i think you're doing just fine she's like don't she's like you know and i remember her being like no no no. i you're doing you're doing right she's like i've seen a lot of cows and i've done it and she's like you're doing just fine so this is one that she'll be a purebred she's going to be one that may be the more traditional like you was talking about purebred because like i said i don't really know anything and to me i'm like she's got a lot of front and then as soon as you lift her head up and you tie her to the the panel you come back around you're like who's that and so you know and i know jared said somebody came out and look she had her head down he's like oh you know that one must be you know a semi and then he got her all tied up and he came back around he's like which one's that (laughs) so he he did he was like is that that same semi he said that one don't even look the same and i'm like well yeah you tie her head up because these cattle are good dispositions they just kind of wander around and they don't bother you and Mm -hmm. you know they're not head hunters or anything and you tie them up and you're like oh that thing changed right like tremendously and i you know i was up there we were setting up we haven't done videos yet but uh setting up that 
pen and I'm watching this heifer walk around and her feet are huge, but you watch that thing walk. And I mean, she, you know, I call it the locomotion. Do they move their pastures? Do they move their hawks or do they just kind of do a boomerang leg? And this one, she's got that locomotion and uh, for purebred, you know, I know those things are, are definitely getting better over the years, but this one's, I think, ahead of the curve on, on soundness, and she's got so much capacity and that length of spine, and I, I like this one quite a bit. I mean, she's, she's been one of my favorites as well. Right, yeah. Yeah, as soon as they came out, that was between that and the 104 and the banker. So, you know, like I said, first being somebody who has no idea what she's doing, the ones that they like the most from my Simmental. <laughs> so, like, God, I guess I'm not doing too right. bad, right? Right. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. No, we're we're definitely trying. We're um we're just like I said, we're just dipping our toes in it. But this is one I think that, you know, the big dogs that come in here and right. you know, been doing this for centuries and family members and whatever. But you know, like I said, I'm trying and I think like what I'm doing is working and I know Jared and I have talked a lot yeah. about, you know, these work with these ones and whatnot, but mm-hmm. Right. Looks like you're, you're, for not knowing much, you're, you're doing pretty well. So I appreciate it. Jared, how do you keep getting in with these cattle that are so good? I mean, I know you're good as well, but man, you've hit a good lick. Because this lot 12 again, we're coming back to another one. We got a 50% balancer here. We got a first step. She's a January female. And, and this one, just by the picture, this one is smoking good. Yeah, this is a January and she is out of first calf heifer. Jeez. And so... You know, we're talking about maybe that last one didn't have uh, the prettiest neck there. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one's a 50-50. This is one that you can raise out of that last one. Mm -hmm. This is first stepdaughter. Uh, We've had national champions out of them first stepdaughters. We've had a national champion out of the surveillance. Bred back to that baby G cow, the Claire Allen cow. We call her baby G because that was my first introduction with helping Jim. And she's just kind of the baby Gelby and uh, become a matriarch there but kind of got off on that but this thing is is so dense she's square bodied good feet and legs underneath her she's got a little baby fat on her mm-hmm. but uh those cows milk so good uh i think in time that's going to come out of her and i mean this one's solid me and bailey were walking through those and you know you go through i don't know how many head we went through uh, in those days but i went through them multiple times and me and Jim did, and uh, me and Bailey went back up and went through them again. And this one hits you in that first calf effort group. And uh, we're like, somebody needs to show that mm-hmm. one. Like, it's, you know, you just you just gravitate towards this one a lot. Right. We've had some success with the first steps out of the surveillance. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Right. So you're just going to continue on with this one, I, I would believe. Yes. <laughs> I would believe that. This heifer's mother has a bunch of full sibs that are probably all going to get bred the first step this spring. Oh, yeah. Make a bunch of these then. And then we go we go to lot 13. Uh, we got a first-round pick here, and she's another February female. She's a 37.5 balancer. Yeah, another first-round pick. Um, you know, Seam is not available on that bull. Uh, sold packages on him, so the only way to get that is to have already bought a package or these daughters – and uh you know you you look at that uh the success that he's already had first round there's genetic punch there but this one's another one that's just really stout made she was a little greener in this picture but 
I was looking at her day. This thing has caught up and, uh, I don't, you know, these things have different cycles of development right. just based on age. And, and this one's, this one's coming on strong and correct me if, if you think I'm wrong, but I think depending on management, there's four to five heifers in this group that all could win a national champion as a bred mm-hmm. if they're managed right. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it, it would just be which one, you know, obviously we've got some favorites out in the lead right now, but I think this one's one that definitely could. Now we'll say this, this one is not the first year kid one. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want anybody to say that she's not mean. If you've ever led a calf before, you're probably fine, but I, I don't want somebody mm-hmm. getting out there. And I just want to be frank with everybody. This one's not for that first year kid, but yeah, she's vocal. Bailey says, you know, she'll bell her at you. You go to, you know, you'll walk her up to the fence and she'll put her, you know, kind of turn her head and bell her, and then she'll stand up there and cheer her cut. Huh. So um, it's not, it's not anything like that. Right. It's just this one's up to. But I, I like this heifer quite a bit. I mean, you, she just needed time on feed and she's there. And uh, I wish we had all the time in the world to. But I think on her video, when you're watching this before the sale, that you you be able to really appreciate her. Right, absolutely agree. The lot fourteen, we got a Hugh Hefner female here. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know I'm not, yeah. I'm not big into the balancers or the Gelbies or anything like that, but I didn't realize there was the Hugh Hefner out there. Yeah, yeah Hugh Hefner, the heifer bull we use that that Doctor Jeff Pollock here in Oklahoma bought. Okay. From Judd Ranch up in Kansas. Okay. This heifer would be another out of a first calf heifer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's going back to that lazy MC top gun mm-hmm. uh, bull. You know, the bone work on that thing. Um, this was ba- Bailey's kind of pick out of there. And I I have to say that I flat missed this one. Mm-hmm. And we've had people come in and they this is their pick out of the, the offering. She's got the look. This one gets better every day. Uh, being out of that first calf heifer, I, I think this one's going to be still a, still something from Emily Griffith, but this one's going to be Sasquatch legged. Mm-hmm. I mean, just going to be huge legged. She's got the look. I don't know what to say about this heifer besides uh, watch her video because uh, and watch out because this one might come blowing past you pretty quick. Right, right. She's nice. Jared, like we were on the other night, it was like, you know, they're talking about how good these are. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if they're just listening, they can't all be that good. Guys, check them out. <laughs> check them out. Uh, they, these cattle are that good. And and we don't stop here with a lot 15. We got a first step. She's a quarter balancer, February female here uh, on this one. And she's going to end up the, end up the offering quite nice. Jim, tell us about that, uh, that pain cow there. We have some neighbors and close friends out in the call country that have been friends for years and years and years, and they got into the Angus business for a while, and they were buying pot loads of good shop bred heifers mm-hmm. from Kelly Shop. Mm-hmm. And they started having their own sale, and in the first year they had the sale, I went over there and I bought two outstanding heifers, which the mother to this heifer would be one of those. Mm-hmm. Out of first step, it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. I've actually got a full sib sister to this one that'll be Kevin in the spring. Mm-hmm. Big footed. Yeah, I mean this this one's got a deep hill to her. I was looking at her today. Uh, long, extended. She's another one that's just was a little green at pitcher time, but uh, 
just getting better. Uh, rib shape is tremendous. And if you want to talk about making people think that galleries have front ends, you need to check this one out because she has none. Right. I mean, it, it almost almost to the point, it's like um, that's, that's probably as far as we need to go mm-hmm. in, in this breed because, you know, I've, I've seen – lots of different breeds that don't have or have more chest than this Mm -hmm. one does uh you know so those long extended ones are what i like and and this one definitely is and she gets around great right what a good way to to end that lineup with this one and uh, quality all the way through this here the uh, catalina mixer here on sc on october 24th and uh, all these cattle are in stillwater at your place right jared they will be. We're doing videos at the ranch, okay. and then we'll bring them down here. Okay. Um, we're five minutes north of Stillwater from the turnpike. Not on the turnpike, but you go north there, uh, just make the curve on I-77. Or what did you say? No, 177, not I-77. Bailey's just put in the background <laughs> here. But uh, go 177 uh, north out of Stillwater. If you get to Bill's Corner, which is the stop sign up there come back a mile and a quarter uh, but we'll have a sign out front mm-hmm. cattle be displayed here so when you're around the area and you're looking for your next show steer and you're you're visiting some of these other guys with different breeds uh we're going to give you an option to come and look at some cinnamons some angus and then uh come check out these uh gelbies and and balancers and see what we've done with them obviously caitlin's made it to where you don't have to go to Oregon. Right. We're not going to make you drive an hour north to to the ranch and look at those things. We're, we've brought them to you, and so you're going to be able to see probably 500 head around the Stillwater area. Right. And so we'll be uh, having an open house 15th and 16th, mm-hmm. and then those cattle will be on display here at the house till the 24th, and, and you can get a hold of me uh, uh, or Bailey, text, phone call, Facebook Messenger, Snapchat, uh, smokes. Um, I'm Caw Indian, so smoke signal, <laughs> however, however you would like to do it. But, uh, or just, just pull up and I'll, I'll, you know, we'll put a kind of the old mailbox out there with a list of everything and uh, grab you a, a cold beverage and baby Bailey will have some cookies made and Tex Mix and she's the baker. And so, We'll have that. Listen, we are a one-stop shop, yeah. full service. And yeah. even get your hair done. Kind of operation. Yeah, you can, <laughs> yeah. You can get like your I hair said. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do on that. And then uh, just like the Revolution sale, I'm going to be available to consult on these cattle, get to the show. Uh, we're going to make sure you get the best fit and help that is humanly possible that I can round up. And uh, I think we do a pretty good job of presenting the cattle at a very, very high level. And so I'm going to be available for that, me and Bailey and the crews that I've put together. You're not just buying a calf, you're buying, you're buying into a program. And that's what I pride myself on. And, and from that education background, you know, I, I think we get, sometimes we get a little too hopped up on on playing the loud music and stuff, we, we're still developing those kids. We're giving them a product that, obviously, with Caitlin's and Jim's attitude towards these cattle, they're going to be real world. So when you're done, they're not just a teaching tool. Right. We're really putting it to heart that these cattle are going to go out and perform. You know, Jim 
what do y'all sell 150 bulls private treaty every year yeah roughly mm-hmm. yeah and so i mean these are real world cattle that go out and perform so you're not just buying a, a show heifer you're buying something that can obviously made it up best genetics in the country proven record we pride ourselves in customer service and we just we want you to give us the opportunity to to work with you right. so when you buy one, you're buying into the family. Right. It's all part yeah. of it. Yeah, once you once you start with us, you can't, it's pretty hard to get rid of us. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're like a bad smell that needs uh, oil. <laughs> needs some pink oil, sure. Needs some pink oil sprayed in it, right, Jim? There you go. <laughs> well, guys, I sure appreciate you getting together for this one and appreciate you making this one work and uh, going uh, – well, almost all the way across the country here uh, out in Grand Oregon and uh, Kansas City and right there in Stillwater, Oklahoma. So, guys, appreciate it. Again, that's the Catalina Mixer on SC October 24th with Jim Dobson and Caitlin McCoy from McCoy Angus and uh, Jared Bain and, and Bailey Wesner. They're doing the consulting on that. So, guys, uh, appreciate you being on the podcast here. Oh, thank you, man. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. All right. Again, Catalina Mixer. SC, October 24th, again, the open house on October 15th and 16th in Stillwater. We want to thank these guys, and we want to thank you for listening to another edition of Before the Bid Podcast.